0: What is up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 51. Today, we are going over if you should delegate Instagram or not, and if you are going to, what's the proper way to do it? So, cool episode for you guys. I think it's a unique topic, but I think it's something that everyone is interested in, even if you're not thinking of delegating your Instagram anytime soon, um, it's good to know what your options are. So we're going to go into that, but first guys, come on, you know, you know what you did. You know, you know what webinar you weren't on last night thinking, Oh, he'll just replay it later. He'll replay it later. I'll catch it later. Nope. Nope. That's not what the plan was. The plan was not to replay it later. And once you see the webinar, cause I'm going to do it one more time. All right. I'm going to do it One more time, I'm going to give you guys one more chance to be there. And I know you're thinking like, oh, it's a webinar. It's just like a normal webinar. It's just going to be on replay. I'll just catch it later. That's not what this one is, all right? This is different. You'll know exactly what I mean once you show up. I'm going to do it one more time though because it was a huge success to those of you who showed up last night. Thank you so much for being there, guys. It was a a good time. We were on for like an hour and a half. Um, So uh, it went longer (laughs) than I thought. Of course it went longer. Um, And and some people couldn't say the whole time. But I think even for those of you that only had half an hour to spare, uh, it was well worth it to you. And you can see that in the Facebook group that there's a lot of comments that it was pretty sweet. But guess what? It's not there. I took it down. I took down the replay. And you'll know why. Okay, But it's not something that can be replayed. I'm going to do one more encore. Of it, And we're going to be doing that on Saturday, all right? Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And I'm going to spell it out for you guys more here, all right? Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time is 11 a.m. Mountain Time, where I'm at, which is 10 a.m. If you're on the West Coast or, il- let me see, 1 p.m. Eastern Time is what in the U.K., That means that if you are in the UK, 6 p.m. Wednesday, all right? Or, (laughs) nope, uh, 6 p.m. Saturday, uh, this Saturday, which is the... That is gonna be on the 27th. All right. Saturday, the 27th. If you're in United Kingdom, 6 p.m., it's gonna be 1 p.m. Eastern time. I'm gonna keep saying it over and over because it's that worth it to you guys. And I care about your success. And this is something that you're gonna wanna be at because the the free one hour training that I that I deliver um, is gonna really open up your mind to what Instagram actually can do for your business. And I guarantee it's going to be a lot more than you guys are thinking Um, because if you're thinking right now, oh, yeah, you're going to teach us like the perfect hashtag strategy. I already taught you that on episode 27. Oh, you're going to teach us, um, you know, content strategy or uh, how to do a viral post. I already taught you that with my viral posting guide. Okay, I've already given you like pretty much every bit of my info. I mean, I'm still going to come up with all these different podcast episodes um, and we're going to be, you know, adjusting with the algorithm over time on the show. Um, but this is stuff that you have not heard before. All right, I, I guarantee it's not stuff that you have heard before. Um, and we're going to be talking about how to turn Instagram into a viral traffic source, what to do with that traffic, the best way that we can incorporate other sales strategies that are very popular right now, such as retargeting and email marketing. How does everything else play into the equation? is essentially what we're talking about. Because your business is not just Instagram. Your business is so much more than that. It is meeting with the customers. It is the emails. It is all the other social media platforms. It's your day-to-day tasks. It's your customer service. I don't know if I said that or not already. But it's everything, right? And Instagram is a part of it. And it's important to know how that part can be worked in with all these other things to really turn your business into a full running engine. So guys, please, for your sake, for your business's sake, you're going to want to be there Saturday in my Instagram Marketing Masters Facebook group. So again, just go request to be in that group. Make sure you fill out the questions Otherwise, I won't approve you into the group. So fill out the questions and I'll approve you into the group. Do that ASAP and then you'll get a reminder for it naturally. You got you to know, guys. This is important to know about yourself. Don't think that you're ever an exception to not needing a notification for something. I can't tell you how big of a mistake this is that entrepreneurs make. Smart entrepreneurs trap themselves into, if you need to be somewhere, you're like, alarm, alarm. You're setting, you know, you're telling your friend to make sure that you're there. You're telling your buddy, like, make sure that I'm there on time. You're doing everything you can. When you want to be somewhere, you want to get something done. You need to booby trap yourself into for sure getting it done. That's the only way that you can for sure be successful is by booby trapping yourself to do these things, right? That's like, if you got to get something done if and it can't be done right now in that moment that you think of it and it needs to be done you got to put it in your schedule it's got to go on your to-do list and if you are just someone who is always banking on i'll remember it i'll remember it you know i'm smart um i'm not like customers Um, I'm I'm not a customer like them, right? Yes, you are. (laughs) You are exactly like all of your customers that need multiple reminders to do things. And the only problem is you thinking that you don't, all right? So set yourself up however you need to, to be there, all right? So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I'm going to be talking about the four levels of people uh, of how your account can be run. Okay. The four levels of who can be running your Instagram account. Level one is you with no knowledge of the Instagram algorithm. Okay. This is you just like, I'm going to post, I've got a good voice for my company. Obviously I understand what my company is and what it needs. So I'm going to like go out there now, I'm gonna go post some pictures of our product um, you know I might even throw some hashtags on there why not right you're just like messing around on Instagram as if you are someone who was just, has just had the app for a few years you're like yeah I've, I've had my own personal profile for four years now and I know how it works you don't know how it works works though you you post you get a few likes you're not really gaining traction and following you're certainly not getting any sales. And maybe your content is pretty good and what it needs to be, but it doesn't matter because you're not abiding by Instagram's rules and algorithms, so it's not going anywhere. Okay, that would be a level one for who can run your account. Level two, would you be delegating it to just a random, you know, a lot of times their kids DM you and they're like, hey, I run Instagram accounts for this much money. Or maybe yeah, you give it to your niece or nephew um, who, who does understand hashtags, um, but they don't understand your business. They don't understand how to talk to your customers. They certainly don't have expertise in the market and it shows, right? They, they do posts, and they don't really know what they're talking about, but they're pretty good at hashtags. So it, at least it gets seen, okay? It's not as good a content, but at least it gets seen now. That would be more the second level of who can run your business. Now, third level, as you may be able to guess, would be you running it, but you know what you're doing, okay? You know, you understand the algorithm, you understand your content, um, and you follow a lot of the strategies on the show, um, and you actually invest the time to learn the app, and you know how to run it, which is actually... The best level. So maybe this is not the the best way to phrase it. It's just doing the different levels. But more so, I would say that level three and four are actually the same. Okay? Level four, the reason why it's after three is because level three has to happen first. Okay? Before you can give the keys to your car away, you need to be able to teach them how to drive it. So I don't want to see any of you guys thinking that you can... You're like, hey, I need to be on Instagram. I don't want to learn it. I'm just gonna find someone else who knows it um, and let them do it. You can hire someone to work with you on it as it's being made. Um, if so, you would you would have to hire if you would hire someone to you'd be like, hey, listen to every episode of this Instagram marketing secrets podcast, and then you can run it. That would be another better strategy too. But you're you you're the voice of your company needs to exist. And that's something that can be slightly trained to someone. That's why I say like it, it is great still and probably the best for the CEO of the company to run it. Okay. Like the, the, or the, the head of marketing, someone who's been in the company for years, who knows the ins and outs, who knows where the company's going, who knows what the company needs. Um, who knows in three months, what kind of marketing campaign they're going to run so they can start having efforts go towards targeting those people before you know, that sale starts on that, on whatever product. Okay. It needs the person who's running your marketing in general needs to know where your company is going. If they are just on there like, Oh, get followers in this market. Got it. All right. You do the rest of your business. You're not going to get what you need to from Instagram. They're not going to be in line with you. Um, they're not going to change the bio link how your company needs that bio link changed that that could uh, s- simply be one of the main determining factors even just like down to that there's so much more to it but just like is your bio link just like oh just have it be our home page or do they know that hey we got a bunch of these units to move right now so make sure that the bio link is the blog article that leads to selling those units okay they need to know what your inventory is they have to have Uh, A future mapping of where your company is going in order to effectively run it. So what does that mean is that like that level four has to be someone who actually is in your company or is invested in your company that you guys actually talk on a frequent basis. So if you're going to hire like an outside source to run your Instagram, I would probably um, not do it for cheap with someone who will do it for cheap because even though you're like so tempted by that cheap pricing, the reason why they're doing it for cheap is because that's how much time they're going to put into it. That's how much time they're going to put into learning your market. Oh, they'll do it for 50 bucks a month. Wow, that's a great deal. Yeah, you're, they might post every once in a while. They're going to use stupid verbiage in the caption where they're just going to say, what do you guys think of this post? Yes or no? question mark And then beneath that, they're going to say, follow us three times in a row follow our company follow our company follow our company 30 hashtags what a great reflection on your company by this person who knows some instagram tactics that yes get some results for the sake of sacrificing your brand that's a great person to to not you know delegate your instagram to so that would be the level two person you don't want to do that okay because level one is a time waster. Level 2 is a brand ruiner and level 3 and 4 are the only things that actually are going to get you the results that you want from Instagram. It would be better to like pretty much not even be on if you're not going to operate at one of those levels. Okay? Instagram is not something that you can just be like, "Oh, this is how you post and then you click your picture and you click next and then you type your stuff here and you click post." I get how it works. You you guys know. This is episode 51. You guys know it's more than that. (laughs) There's no way I'd have 51 episodes if it was that. There's strategies. There's ways that you need to talk to people in order to get results. There's other things that need to happen in order for your business to actually get sales and your brand to actually grow, which is really what anyone who's in business for with a longer than five-year vision is thinking, okay? these Anyone that is thinking like, I'm gonna be in business for a long time, you know how important it is to still, like word of mouth, advertising will never not be important for a company. You want people positively talking about your brand and reviewing your products or being there as your raving fan that likes all of your posts And they message you and you message back even though you're a big account and you still care about those customers on that level. Because guess what? You respond to emails, right? So why don't you respond to DMs? I, I can't tell you how many big companies just think, oh, don't respond to those. That's just spam. Those are your customers messaging you the same way as if they emailed to you. And companies reply to emails because over time people have learned, oh wow, there's a real person behind that email, and it's easier for people to associate a real person because their their name is typically their email, right? But then over time, that, then that people got it got more personified. That people um, because email became more natural, and now Instagram is becoming more personified as people are like always needing to go back to remembering. Okay, these are all people. <laughs> they're all people, and if they're bots, yeah, whatever. They're bots. They're not anything that you need to cater to at all. They're, those aren't your focus whatsoever. So make sure you're replying to these real people. And when it's actually someone who works with the company, then they love it. Okay, it's not great when they reach out and it's like they're just like, hey, yeah, um, you know, make sure to email um, customer support at yahoo.com and they'll attend to you okay like you you don't want it so that the person who is responding to your dms can't solve customer service problems you want it so that and you certainly do not do not even think for a second that oh i know we'll have them run it and then if any customer service problems come we'll just have them we'll tell them to give them our customer service email And that's our customer service right there because you're not imagining yourself in your customer shoes when you're doing that. That is not the answer that they want. You know that, you know that. And then when you can, providing customer service is is so key. Um, And I feel like everyone thinks they know that, but they don't really know it, know it. Let me give you guys a rule for customer service. Someone who has a problem that you solve is typically a bigger fan of your company than if they never had a problem at all. Someone that has a problem that gets solved is a bigger fan of your company than if they had never had a problem in the first place, all right? They never had one at all. So when when you're getting customer service complaints even through Instagram That's an opportunity for business right there, baby. Get those problems solved. Get those sales coming back in. Don't let those people lose out on your brand just because they got a bad taste in their mouth and they're like, you know what? Screw this company. I'm going to DM them. And they send them a customer service problem. And then they're like, all right. Oh, finally, they messaged back. For customer service issues, email this person. All right, you know what? Forget it. I'd rather just be done with your company than do that extra step. Okay, because people don't want extra steps. Convenience is everything. Convenience is so important. It's the only reason like fast food even exists. If every fast food restaurant got rid of their drive through they wouldn't be getting half the sales, all right? That's the only time that our minds can make the decision of, ooh, he- healthy and I have to walk into the store or convenient, and it's fast food and it's bad for me and it's a couple bucks cheaper. But all right, I'm doing the drive through because screw it. I'm on the go. I got stuff to do. Okay. So everyone's got stuff to do. All of your customers are busy all the time. Everyone's busy all the time. And it's best to always acknowledge that by delivering when they ask and using your opportunities to provide above and beyond customer service. So those are just some of the reasons why that person who is on your Instagram better be able to answer questions. They better be in touch with your company if you're going to delegate it. They can't just be an outside service. If that outside service who is thinking they can run your Instagram doesn't ask you a hundred questions before they do it, there's no possible way they're going to do it right. There's no possible way that that company, if they don't say, okay, cool, tell me about your buyers. All right, what's your target market? Okay, do you ever sell to these type of people? How long does uh, the decision process typically make for your customers to make a buying decision? What's your most popular Uh, package Um, does it ever get sold in multiple quantities Um, how often do people repurchase what is the rebuy rate Uh, usually when they do rebuy how many months are in between if they're not rattling off a bunch of questions like that as soon as you're like hey could you run my business account and they just say yeah I could totally run your account and don't ask you any questions they're not going to run it correctly Okay, hopefully you can hear from the questions I asked. Oh yeah, those would be pretty necessary for someone to know in order to sell our customer stuff. Okay, you need to be able to be building a following while selling them stuff in order to get sales from Instagram. Okay, followers don't equal sales. And if you hire someone to just, I can get followers, that's what you'll have. If you can hire someone, that can get you follower and sales and is in touch with updates to the algorithm. And uh, you expose them. You say, hey, like part of the catch of being our intern or, or you know, the, the person who runs our account is that we want you to, um, you, you know, we want you to be listening to every podcast episode that this guy comes out with. We want you to listen to every YouTube video that this Instagram person comes up with. We want you to keep up with it and you're going to have to go back and check on their results. But still, guys, when you can leverage social media in the right way, the only time that businesses delegate jobs to their employees is when they deem it not fully worth their time, but they know it still needs to be done. And if you're not deeming it fully worth your time, then the issue probably isn't that you need to delegate it. The issue is that you need to figure it out. All right. And then if you can figure it out and you're getting results from it and it still is like I still have so much stuff to do, then that's freaking awesome because your company's blowing up, my friend, and your company's blowing up to that level that you're like, dude, my Instagram's blowing up and it still isn't worth my time, but it still is worth my business's time. Who can I hire this out to? So, I would think that at a minimum, your company would be doing a, a minimum of six figures a year, a minimum of low six figures, um, probably at least 200, 300K minimum per year revenue before delegating your Instagram would make any sense to you. Because if you're not paying that person at least $10,000 a year to run your Instagram, Then they are not putting in enough effort or you're like literally hiring someone from a country that accepts so low of wages. And in that case, you know, you're going to have language barrier problems in the caption um, in a lot of the cases, too, unless you can be extremely selective with finding someone who knows your market. And is from a different country and can speak to, um, you know, maybe you're just looking for global, um, you know, customers, but no matter what, you still want, your company needs a voice, all right? It's good when your company has a face. It's good when your company has a consistent voice and um, you want to be the voice of that company because no one can sell your products and services better than you. You got to understand that. Um, The CEO of of any company, assuming they are a good CEO, should be the best salesman of their product and service. They should be so completely convinced that people are going to get so much more value than their money is worth that, uh, that it's a no brainer. For them to just like be like, guys, you gotta, you gotta do this, right? Like you should be the best salesman of it. Um, but you're doing it for reasons for your customer not just because you're like a good salesy person. Okay. No good salesman is salesy. No good salesman is salesy. I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit more. Let's cut to a quick break. I'll be right back. All right, we're back. So yeah, like I was saying, no good salesman is salesy because any salesman that says something to make the the customer triggered to believe that they are buying for the salesman's sake instead of for their own sake will instantly get a no sale. So I know you guys, probably everyone listening to this at some point has dealt with a salesman that pushed your buttons in the wrong way that tried to close you in a way that even if you were interested in the product they did it in a way that was too hard for you or they said something that just made you kind of lose sight of why you were doing it and um to think that oh yeah that's what a good salesman is no they didn't sell you anything okay if they didn't sell you anything they're not a good salesman And there's so many times that customers be like, oh, you're a good salesman. And they don't buy anything. And I'm like, ah, dang it. I must be a little too (laughs) pushy here Um, because they're not buying, even though they're telling me I'm a good salesman, thinking they're being nice. I'm like, obviously not. (laughs) I'm not good because you're not buying. So what is it? Um, But uh, no, like you can like even right there, like when I'm talking to you guys about like selling stuff, I'll I'll sound salesy. Okay, that's that's something I want you to know. When I talk to other marketers about selling stuff, I sound very salesy. If you ever heard me talking to a customer directly, you would be like, this guy's not salesy at all. Uh, Or like he is saying things that makes me think like, you know, he's got my bet. He's doing it for me. Like, and I am like, that's the only way you can get a sale. Okay. A sale happens when you solve a customer's problem. So and and your product is a solution and sometimes it's not and in that case you can let the customer know that it's not a good fit so like that's really all a sale is um because otherwise you you know like if you look at a customer going into a store and buying something they can buy things without a salesman there right um but sometimes they might stand there for a long time like me oh man like i'll stay in that best buy just like before I bought this mic I'm talking into I must have just sat there staring at the mics for 30 minutes okay and this the guy came up to me and he was in sales um, and he kind of knew a little bit about the mics but he just wasn't helping me make a decision all right he was just like yeah I mean this one's pretty good but this one's pretty good too I was like okay and he's like oh, this one's also pretty good and then this one over here, People really like it and it's pretty good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you for talking up all of them. Um, I'm going to stand here for another half hour. I would have loved if someone said, dude, just get this one. It's it's 200. Um, it's the better one that we got here, but you're going to really like the mic arm. You're going to like this. I would just do that. I'd be like, thank you. Now I can buy- make my buying decision in five minutes because I still made the buying decision for me but this salesman is just someone who had more information about the products that I'm making a decision on and then knew what I wanted. So then he used his knowledge of what he knew I wanted and the information that he had to help me make my buying decision. Otherwise, me just standing there staring at the mics for 30 minutes, all of the information that I was thinking of in my head or like grabbing the box and checking the information on the back that was the info that he already had, but he didn't know how to sell, nor would I expect him to, because he was just like a Best Buy employee that just more knew about everything. But he didn't know what was I thinking in my head. Why, what, what was I, what was I like? Okay, should I buy this one or this one? And a proper salesman would know, okay, the this would be the proper question to ask someone who's debating between these two options. Is this worth it to you? No. Okay, I would go with this one. Okay, the that's all sales is, is that you understand your your products and services. And when you have a, a buyer who's like, I think I might want to buy, you can just say, okay, would you be buying for this or this? Okay, do you need this or this? Okay, do you need this or this? All right, that that's the one you should get. Okay, and you should be able to just tell them that's the one that they should get because you need to know that... Um, because like just act like you don't make sales like or a commission for a second just be like okay cool like literally all you're doing is helping someone make a buying decision so sorry guys i got off on a little tangent but i think it's very important information because it still is um, in line with what i'm talking about which is delegating your brand can that person running your instagram sell your product if a customer is on the fence can that person running your instagram You know, answer customer service problems apart from just sending them to a different email? Can they actually talk to your following in a way that shows that they understand the market and aren't full of crap? Because you guys have heard me say the only way that someone can follow you you know, as if you're in front of them and you're at least showing them things that they haven't seen before or you're giving them some information. You definitely don't have to be a pure expert, okay? That's not what I'm saying. And that's something that was covered on the webinar thoroughly uh, last night, that you don't have to be an expert. You just have to be original in some ways and, um, you know, knowledgeable in certain ways that the customer is not. As long as you just have something that you can offer, then you're good. Um, But if you're just giving it, off to someone who's going to do it for cheap for you just because they know how to hashtag and they know um, what posting times are good and that vertical content is good and they know how to repost, then you're going to lose your brand. And um, you're uh, not only burning money, um, but you're also uh, burning parts of your company and it's not a good idea. So think before you delegate, make sure they're a trusted source, make sure that there's someone who's willing to at least give you some kind of voice contact, whether that be sent through Instagram or you give them a phone call or something like that. Make sure that you can act, or if not the voice that you have a face behind it. Okay, you will want that level of trust for these people rather than just, oh, they've got a lot of followers and, you know, they say that they can do it. You're going to want more information from those people and you're going to want to ask them, hey, do you have any experience in our market at all? um because the you have to be knowledgeable of the market you have to be knowledgeable of the company and you have to be knowledgeable about Instagram that is who you want running your Instagram